Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am the big guy, Ryback. And today, guys, Alicia Toot joins me once again. It's funny, I was just talking with her, and um, last year, I ended up having Chris Van Vliet and Alicia, I think, back-to-back. And this year, I had Chris on, and then she sent me a message, and I go, hey, would you would you want to do the show again? And uh, so it's funny how history has repeated itself, and she's also a brand ambassador for Feed Me More Nutrition, as she has begun her workout journey in, into the world of health and fitness. And, uh, and we talk about that a little bit today's show. We talk about everything going on with coronavirus, including her views on it, my views on it, and different things, and this, the tensions uh, with everybody, just everything going on with all of this. We have, we have a really solid discussion on that. We talk about TikTok, and I uh, call her the TikTok master. Is uh, She has a very entertaining TikTok, and uh, much more than mine. I just do food for thought. So I was asking her to, to explain a few things on that. We talk about social media a lot, and uh, just, I feel like I, I understand what she's going through and what I've gone through having a business and everything being so social media oriented. And uh, it's always fascinating having conversations with people about that. And I think this one is, is gonna, I think it get some good insight to you guys, some good value on social media and getting away from it too for a little bit. I talked to her a little bit. I asked her what her top three interviews are. That, that's a question I've asked two weeks in a row now to Chris Van Vliet and her. So. That's uh, her top three interviews and, and her big goal, what's one of her, her, just her life goals moving forward with everything. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Alicia Atut. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm okay, taking it day by day, you know? It's been hectic. You're in Toronto, right? Or right? You're outside yeah. of yeah. Toronto. It's, what a crazy period. Yeah, you just don't think you're in your lifetime you're going to go through something like this. It's You just don't think it's going to happen. And then, bam, you're just hit with it. And then you have to figure out all these new plans. And it's, it's insane. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, I was like, it's going to get better. To me, it's like the uncertainty of not knowing. Yeah, that's like that, shock. Yeah. It's not like, it's like when someone made a good, like, comparison, it's like when your parents tell you to go to your bedroom and, like, you like go to your room for an hour and then, like, that hour comes up and, like, but then you're like, you can't come out and like, you don't know how long you have to stay in your bedroom for. It's like, right. And then like, you're like, mom, and like, your mom's not there. And you're like, they just laugh. Dad, like, you're just, like, just hanging in, but you can't get out of the room and you're just waiting. You're like, come on guys, I'm going to come out of my room. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to, they're talking about shutting down Vegas again, but they like, it's more the news 
because I think we just went into the red zone again, supposedly, but I don't know. It's like masks are being enforced everywhere now. Like it's yeah, same here. So I mean, I don't like people aren't like I don't see anyone doing anything like wrong. The gyms, like people distance, like they have every other machine. You can't use like machines right next to each other. They're color coded blue or yellow. So okay. like it, yeah, like they're taking and like you got to wear your mask walking around. You're allowed to like put it down while you're like actual in the set and stuff. But that's why they have like the social distancing and stuff in place there. And like they have people walking around telling people like if you're not wearing your mask you have to leave and they're like where at first it was a little bit laid back like they were not and then i think they started finding all the places here that aren't doing it like thousands of dollars each time so Jeez. i mean yeah. hey i'm i'm down with that because i really feel like you should be listening to what they're telling us because um, yeah, yeah. the quicker we start implementing everything hopefully the sooner we'll be on our way to some kind of normal <laughs> i agree that's what I was saying. I was telling, I was talking to, to Raj. I do the wrestling report every week. And it was like, I think people are so frustrated because there's been, like, I feel people feel like they've been lied to in the past on other things too. And like, nobody knows what to believe. And there's so much information out there. But at the end of the day, like, whether you agree with it or not, like, wear the mask so that we don't shut down. Like, like to me, shutting down is really scary because you take away the one thing everybody needs is money to live and to have your health and like, that I feel like has more detrimental repercussions long-term on it. But like everyone needs to do what they say, which is not, that's the problem. And they're not. And so it just creates like this. It's like, cause like shutting down doesn't help anybody when you don't know, like, I just don't know. I'm just like, just wear the mask. Just please wear the mask. And my big thing too is like, just because we're asking you to wear a mask, I don't understand the big stance on why you wouldn't like worst case scenario. And there is proof that the masks help, but even if you believe that they don't worst case scenario, you're just taking one step forward to take a precaution that may or may not work. And you look a little silly, like who gives a damn? It's all you got to do to protect not just yourself, but others. And it's just amazing to me how selfish so many people are being. And I'm just gonna be blunt about it. Cause like it's a life or death situation, you know, it's just so careless. And it drives me crazy when people just zoom right by you or they don't care. Hair. Yeah. I've just started, you know, you know, there are um, lines on the floor and arrows for the grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I totally understand if it's an innocent mistake, but so many people are just like not distancing, going the wrong way. And it's to a point yeah. now where I've just become bitter and angry and I'll just be like, <laughs> dude, wrong way. Or I'll be like, can you not read? Like, I'm just, I'm so annoyed yeah. at this point. It's been months. It's been months. It's not new. I think, though, too, though, part of it, though, even like the mask, and I've seen different things and there's studies. Where they, I, I can understand why people are confused though. There's too much information out there. There's not like a clear cut thing, but I'm with you. I like just wear the mask. Like what's, that's what's that way. The it, worst thing, right? It, it's like, not like even if you don't have to wear it at home, we're not. And I feel bad for people that if they don't want to be truly wearing them and they have to wear them like morning to night. And like that's, but at the end of the day, that's what we have to do to, if that's what they're saying in order to stay open. I'm like, we need to do whatever we can do to stay open, to keep things moving. Cause shutting down is very, really, really dangerous, but it's everyone. And like people are, what happened? People are getting angry at each other. Like it's, it's causing, there's so many, I was talking about it. Just so many, it's bringing out the worst of every situation. Like when I get into, like, I just tune out of social media and I delete it off my phone and I'm so happy. And like life and I just stay busy. And I, it is, but when you go on there, you just see like, everyone's just angry and everyone has their opinion on things. And, but like everyone's too, right. <laughs> yeah. But like if you, you read a study and you say mask actually that you got one thing from the new, I saw one from the new England journal of medicine, whatever talking about how these detrimental effects on it. And I'm like, 
well, people are going to look at this and like, they're going to form a hard no in their head and they're not going to like, because they saw that one piece of information. And I like, I just, it's crazy. I got just, there's so much just lack of leadership. I feel like and all of this just in general, like, but that goes back to that time thing too. That's like, it's not, it was like, I think people are mad. They were told two weeks too initially. And then that's, I think it's been handled kind of, but how do you handle a situation like this? I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. As far as Canada goes, they've definitely been strict on things. Border is still closed from here to the States. Uh, they just, we were supposed to have restaurants opening and we didn't go into that phase yet. Like they're being really cautious up here, which yeah. makes me super happy because like I said, I'd rather as much as it sucks for businesses and luckily too, everywhere's been doing like Uber eats and every kind of, you know, yeah. dining service, a delivery service. So at least that's a, that's a good thing. But, um, as much as I'd love for places to open, if that's the precautions we have to take, then I'm down for them because I just want people to be healthy. You know, I know people have been affected. My sister's a nurse. Like I hear yeah. stories firsthand. It's terrifying. So just do your diligence and um, try your best to you know, be a decent human. <laughs> it's not like these rules are that hard to follow. <laughs> yeah, no. I do think and I, I always try. I look at it like objectively from both sides. But like I look at it too from people, the businesses, I can understand why they're frustrated because nobody's looking out for them right now. That's right. the other problem that are loose. So people are losing everything that aren't like affected by it. And there's, it's, you got to, I look at it on all accounts and I look, I go, well, we've never done this for anything else either before. And I do think I go, but it's also, we want to protect the people that are sick and like, that's where I think the mask, but I even think like, why aren't we not doing N95 mask for everybody? Cause those have shown to be the most efficient, like, where cloth mask, that's where there's debates on how how effective cloth masks even are. I just right. think I go, there's just so much. I try to just look at it from all accounts. And like, I know people here, like in Vegas that are out of work and they never got a check. They haven't been paid. They have no, They have nothing. They're like, their parents are helping them or a friend's helping them out. And it's like, they're going to go and like businesses are shutting down forever. They're never going to open again. Like yeah. it's a real, and I've done, I speak from doing very well during this period and that I'm just looking at it and seeing and looking, I go, I can understand why these people are angry on things because like their rent's not being frozen. The bills aren't being frozen. So people are going into a, into something that and they're, they're never going to be helped. No one's helping them on it. So what's happened, I feel like just the entire thing is creating tension and conflict with human beings on many different levels. And then you throw in the whole political aspect. And I just think it's tempers are just at an all time high. Whereas too, like you can't even have a conversation about it with most people because it's like, no, if it's not this way, I fuck you. I can never like it's I'm yeah. like, no, I listen, okay. And I, I do think this. So for that, and I go, what's the best solution for everybody in, in that? And I think it's just where I think N95 mask would be a huge step in the right direction. But <sighs> it's it I is know. what it is. None it's of us know. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's the issue. None of us know. We don't know anything. I was just having this conversation with someone where it's like, even in my stance, um, from a business aspect, I can't go over to the States where a lot of places are now starting to reopen for wrestling shows. And I've been emailed all the time, just like, Hey, would you be able to host this? And because the border shut down, I can't. And deep down, it's like, you want someone to be angry at or something to kind yeah. of justify your feelings. But I, I can't, there's no one to really be mad at. This is something, you know, we don't know the individual that started this whole thing, or we still don't even no. know the exact reason why it all, like there's so many theories and it's just, it's all confusing and frustrating and sad yeah. and um that, that's why i'm just trying to like everyone else take it day by day here in canada uh, especially in ontario we have something where 
if you earned, a, I think it was a certain amount and you hadn't been working for a certain amount of time because of the pandemic um, and like, you know, you can prove your financial stance, like they give you a certain amount of money you can apply for oh, and really? that comes monthly. Like they've been really uh, amazing at helping people and businesses out. So I've been hearing so many stories from the state, so many stories from up here. And it's interesting to see the difference in how people yeah. are being helped out and treated. And yeah, it's just, it's so much to digest. It really is. No, I know. I've actually, in speaking in from a business, I actually had my largest funder that for my funding is I've scaled and like, cause we've been scaling massively. They pulled all of my funding, all of it oh, um, wow. for no, not because of me, because the actual company took all funding and is giving it to PPP programs for payment protection here in the okay. States. The problem is, is they're taking all the people that actually that needed the money still that have been doing well, because what they're doing is they're trying to like, they don't want businesses with the funds and just living off of it or spending it. But what they're doing is they just grouped everyone into one category. So like, it was like, they later and I've been with them for quite a while and it built up a good thing and they just took it. I go, whoa, like, yeah, luckily I was able to find another funding agency that was like, no, no, we got you. You're doing good. Like, and they look at everything. But I'm like, there's other people that won't get that. I go, where they're going to lose their businesses. And it's already happened here in the States. And I'm just like, those people will never get their businesses back because it, it's a, such a difficult thing. And I'm just like, it's. <sighs> uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What are you doing, Alicia, to adjust to it, though, for you financially? For you not yeah, being able to do um, this? For you personally? Um, it's been interesting because like I mentioned, I can't cross the border. Canada, we're not allowed to run any shows at the maximum. You're allowed in Ontario for gatherings is 10. So I don't believe any wrestling shows are going to happen no. anytime soon with that minimum. Um, so yeah, I obviously, uh, I can't take anything that I've been offered in the state. So to counteract that and to make up for that, I've been doing tons of interviews from home, which of course you get revenue from uh, growing and YouTube and partnerships from that. So yeah. that's kind of been a weird silver lining is the fact that everyone or most people at least don't have much to do so they're sitting at home they're open to doing content and interviews so that's been great i've been hosting like three or four things a day i had six interviews yesterday like it's been mayhem so oh, wow yeah so that's been great i've just started interviewing a whole new market when it comes to bodybuilders so i yep. got into that now so that's been super interesting like i've already interviewed so many arnold classic winners and mr universe and olympia and like it's been a really cool thing to branch into because i was just sitting here i'm like all right let's try something new and different i have the time so did that and then uh, what you to that for that the bodybuilders like what like what what was your thing have you always wanted to talk to people like that or what was because you do that wasn't what you were doing before though right no so before for the first few years it was just music then i started yeah. also doing musicians and wrestlers for the interviews and then just like how i went from music to wrestling because my dad was like hey you've been a wrestling fan for forever why not um we were sitting here brainstorming i think he was looking through stuff on twitter he, he's been following a bunch of bodybuilders because we all started working out together okay. using uh, the feed me more nutrition and you know he was like you know what why don't we try 
branching out into that too. He was like, you can definitely like be passionate about it. People are people. It's just more brains to pick. So I started doing that. I've been doing it for two weeks and you know, I have Ronnie Coleman this weekend. I already spoke with, already spoke with Kevin Laroni, Sean Ray, like it's been um, Richard Gaspari. Like it's already been the who's who. So it's been amazing. So that's been fun. <laughs> been no really one's going to say no to an interview with you, Alicia. Anyways, like you're going to, you have such an advantage. Over guys. Like if guys like message guys, they're just like, uh, but I feel like Alicia messages them like you not saying you, but you're a great interviewer, but I think Thank you're you. going to have no problem getting great names for that at all, which you haven't. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just trying to show them my resume. Whenever I reach out to people, I say who I've interviewed from the music world, the wrestling yeah. world. Uh, I tell them my accolades, like you, you were asking about, finances and the huge thing that's helped out are all these influencer campaigns like i've been working with some great companies up here in toronto in the past over the years like i worked with bmw to hot topic to budweiser so you know it's another way to pitch yourself and uh, not only get income but when you're reaching out to people who don't know who you are when you name drop things like that it, it gives you some kind of not that it's a facade by any means but it does give you some kind of importance and and you know Unfortunately, like it's a numbers game the way we live now too. So yeah. when they see the verified tick or the amount of followers you have, that definitely helps as well. So I've just been out here hustling. That was a long, long ass answer to your question, but I've been here hustling, trying to get stuff done yeah. and uh, trying to make make it work. It's been it's been a lot. No, and that too though. I think that's a great point you make though, like the hustling, because that too for me, I think I've looked in ways and like with everything with the supplements and marketing and seeing people they're they're pulling their spending on how they're spending now. But looking for me, like financially from shows, like the podcast was always just more of a passion thing. And it made money, like, especially early on, really, really well. And then as I've adjusted the show, like I didn't put the show was always a sales funnel for me for Feed Me More Nutrition, where it was just I just enjoy talking. It wasn't my main the supplements were my main focus. And then I find like a while back, I just started like, I go, no, I put a lot of time and effort into this. Like, I want this to be way better. And I just adjusting. But I found that doing this. It's, I found different ways. I go, oh man, there's like such a huge opportunity to like do really well with this if I want. And I just, I was like, why not take advantage of that while, and so it's opened up my eyes to just different things on that of, of hustling in different ways with all of this. So there's definitely been a lot of positives, but I do want to ask you, I have a lot of questions for TikTok. You are oh, a no. TikTok master. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. Well, compared to me, like I don't even use the platform for what like you're supposed to. I do like food for thought and just give positivity things with no usually that like I think yesterday I put some instrumental inspirational music behind me on it, but I don't understand how to use the platform on a lot of like <laughs> I'm so intrigued. I watch like your stuff and I'm just like, that's so good. Like I but I feel like it's you put a lot of time and effort into that, I feel like. Or like that's you and you've done good on there. I'm trying. I've been post. It's really bad because I've been so busy with interview prep and all the hosting I've done this week. I haven't posted TikTok in like five days, which is a no no. You're supposed to post on that platform like daily. So I need to get back on that horse. But yeah, I don't know. I was verified on Instagram about a month and a half ago, which is something I've wanted for forever because yeah. I really wanted that trifecta of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now I have it. And then TikTok is obviously massive. I see a lot of people on there who are super talented with millions of followers. And I see a lot of people on there that do Jack Diddley and they have tons of followers. So I was like, hey, this is something that maybe I can grow on. And that's like my next target to be verified on. So I learned how to use the platform because it is a little confusing, honestly. Like I was even, how do you do this? How do you get audio clips? And then I started just 
seeing songs that were popular and using them on my videos and doing random wrestling related ones where I dress up as people and it's just yeah. really fun for me and people seem to enjoy it I get to just be my goofy self whether singing or you know being a dummy so yeah it's been, <laughs> it's been good it's been fun I can't I've sent them multiple messages to get verified because I've been on there for like half a little maybe six or seven months now and I've got up, I'm up 269,000 people for barely, and I'll just post like once a day or once every other day. But I find like, if I like flex or do something flexing, I got some that get millions of views and then others will get into the hundreds of thousands. And then like the positivity That's stuff awesome. doesn't do get as much traction on that positivity. Never. I need to just be, I've always thought like, I should just be really negative and just bitch and, you should. <laughs> and be that stereotype of like, that we get millions of views on everything. Cause when you spread love and positivity, it just doesn't get the traction, but the, yeah. uh, I can't get verified on there. And then I lost my Twitter verification on, I switched my name from Ryback 22. The person who had Ryback contacted me and gave me my name. And I didn't, I don't, I didn't know I was going to lose my verification. So the moment I switched yeah. it, I lost it. And then they're not verifying people right now on there. So I was that just must, like, that must hurt. I, I would no, be so mad. <laughs> no, so I never saw the big deal in it, but I get a lot of messages from people. But then I get people that are assholes that like try to take shots on me. Man, you really fell off. You got unverified. And I'm like, oh, wow. Fuck you, asked. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's like a Twitter, it's a Twitter rule where if you change your at, yeah. um, you do get stripped of the verification. I don't, I don't know why, but it is like a, a rule that they have out there. But I don't know. For me, the verification is less of a, Oh, look at me. I'm important, but it's a really great marketing tool when you reach out to people or, you know, I'm trying to line up interviews with someone famous who is verified. If I tweet at them or DM them, I pop up with that check yeah. and they're, you know, it, it, it distinguishes you from a fan or from anyone else who could write yep. them, if that makes sense. So that's the only reason I'd be like crushed if I lost my check marks, because it really helps me with my job every day. No, it does. It, it helps it stand out. And too, if you leave a comment or something, you just stand out when you have that blue yep. check mark and stuff. And then, so I'm waiting. I've sent the, the Twitter support a few messages and they haven't even, they follow me, the Twitter support thing. And they never even, they don't, they don't even reply back. And I was just that like, well, sucks. what am I going to do at the end of the day? Like, it's not like it, it's, but to uh, TikTok, I can't, I don't know. Ever, I don't know how to get, I've sent the message and they don't respond. So I don't know what the no uh, criteria clue. is. I'm so new to TikTok. I have no idea how to even request verification. I've just been trying to build my followers still because I've only been on it for like a month and a bit. And yeah. uh, the first like two weeks of that was just trying to understand how to even use it. I feel, I, I swear, I'm so old at heart. Like I have no idea yeah. how to use technology. But um, yeah, so that was interesting for me to learn. I have no clue though their verification process. I really don't know. Do you get overwhelmed with social media at all? Like, cause I, like I tell people I deleted off my phone, but there's so many different apps. And like I, for my, and the only reason I'm overwhelmed is because of putting stuff out for my business. And I got people that work for me that helped me. Thank God so much, but I'm feeding them content on different things and like having, so I usually use my mornings, but it's like, I have a root list of like going through the platforms and like getting my, my stuff. And like, do you find it overwhelming with all the different platforms and just like, like how involved you have to be? It's so much because just from the posting side alone, not even yeah. the interacting side, which I, I like thoroughly enjoy. So I'm not dissing that, but honestly, just I don't enjoy of, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like 
for me, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, so I have this new interview. I have to make sure I post it to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr. All right, now that's done. Then I'm like, oh shit, I got to put it to my personal story. And then I have like a whole format and theme for that, that you do. And then I have to format my stories for the day and think, oh, am I promoting anything? Do I have a special sale going on in my store? What am I posting today? And then you think to yourself, oh no, I posted that photo on my personal feed for that campaign. Now let's put it out. Like it is just so much to keep track of. There's so many platforms. And the issue is there are some services where if you post just to Instagram, it posts it automatically to your other socials. But I've just found that then they don't do as well because then if they you go don't. from Instagram to the thing, it's just the link and people like seeing actual pictures and yep. man, it's just such a learning curve. So it's a lot to take care of and it's a lot to think about mentally. And then the other side is once the content is out there, then you have people liking, commenting, replying, asking you questions about merch or about interviews. And then I use social media to get interviews half of the time, reaching out to people. So you have to have a whole notepad. I have like 10 of them for days I actually have interviews scheduled, people I've reached out to that have said yes, people that I've reached out to who haven't replied yet. So it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about, but you know, yeah. I keep up on it. It just- No, you do, you do great. You know, I recognize that I said, I've been saying this for years and it's almost fulfilled. And I found for me that when I started doing all this, that's the supplements are my number one priority because the level of income that that can bring in that if I get that and got it into a certain point, it allows me more freedom of hiring out for other services to bring up my time and my ideal, like, and I've been saying this for years is, and like, I look at like people, I don't want to be on social media at all. I want all my content. And I want people just putting out my content and like, whether it's like I, they just, they run stuff by me first, or I I send like a text message, put this out on Twitter, these two tweets today or whatever it is and push this stuff and take my content that I do and just push it out like Gary Vaynerchuk does. And let me just fucking live real life. That to me is like a dream. It's heaven. (laughs) And it's just living real life, but you're taking advantage of social media and getting off of it and not consuming social because like there's nothing on there that i need for my day like nothing good bad i don't like i tell people when i see gary the good and the bad don't fuck like the good don't even matter to me like i know who and what i am and what i'm doing so i don't need that reinforcement it's great to see people like but as like in the bad it's like whatever i don't care i'm not we're not meant to consume seven billion people's thoughts every day like so that for me is it's taxing building wealth to get off of it because john travolta does i heard and like i like john i heard just has people doing stuff for him i go brilliant man and uh, <laughs> i look at the people though like i've read some books on people that are really really happy and successful and they don't use social media and i go they have it figured out like yeah, it makes sense but you you just have people get your stuff and still so your presence is felt and you're still, you're just as active on it. They don't know any different. You're just not exposed to consuming the feedback that, which was always the way real life wasn't. Cause in real life, I don't know about you. I have nothing but positive interactions with people. Yeah. So it, it to me is, is the best of both worlds, but oh, it's just, it's a lot. I, I know I, I respect what you're doing cause you're building that and you're like anybody who's building anything, you got to go through this, like being really, really heavily involved and it could be taxing. So. Yeah, it's definitely a lot to take in. It's a lot to think about. And 
I know some people, just like we're talking about people who love us or hate us, they're going to think like, oh, all she does is click a button and post. Like, what's she bitching about? But honestly, yeah. you don't, you really don't get the magnitude of the hard work that goes behind everything in one tweet, whether it's an interview, those can take weeks to accumulate and get finished between research, lining things up and actually executing and editing. So, you know, even though it's just one little click of a button, there's so much behind the scenes that happens behind it. So yeah, I don't know. It'd be lovely to take a vacation from it. And I, the thing is, I really do love interacting with people who care because if it weren't for yeah. them, like I say this all the time, I could be posting stuff to YouTube every day, but if people didn't watch it, like it just wouldn't be as fulfilling. It, it, it really wouldn't. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And obviously it helped us grow our brands and it helps financially. So, you know, I owe everything to people who actually care. So I think that's Agreed. honestly the reason I've probably, um, paid attention to my feed. It's just so I can make sure I acknowledge and reply and retweet someone who bought merch or who said that's a great interview, you know, yeah, yeah. because those are the people you want to stick around. And then we were talking about killing people with kindness, which I, I yeah. love to do every once in a while because people suck. So. <laughs> see, but see, that's where I'm getting at. See, this is where, cause I was doing that and liking every comment and I stopped because I, it's not, and I wanted to do the same thing as it drives you crazy. Cause what happens is, that time that you're spending on there on the comments isn't reality in as far as the real world. And it's taken you away from living your life. And I'm telling you, like, and when we do real things in real life is where we build our self-esteem and confidence. And when we hang out there, because what happens is is a hundred great comments, and all of a sudden you get that one that triggers you. That negative one, it ruins everything. And it doesn't like it's a really and I've learned how to process it into things, but I was just like, it takes away time from actually I found for doing other things because where, where do you draw the line? What happens if you get, you know, a hundred million subscribers, you all of a sudden can't do that. at that. No, it's, it's too much to, to handle. Yeah. It literally is. It's, that's why people, when they get to that point, like they do hire people to do their social media. Cause it's just, yeah. you just can't keep track of it. Or no. you just, the other thing too, you could never win. If you were to step back and stop liking things, then you turn into someone who doesn't care about the people that support you. So, but do you not care because you're giving them entertainment and content? That's to me is where I, you, I get it. <laughs> people will take and take and take and take and take. I look at it where I was like, if you stay true to yourself, that and this is what I found through my time. I was like, I stay true to myself, and I, I very giving person. But people will take until you have nothing to give anymore. And I think when it comes to social media, I really think sanity is a, is like just that addictive properties. I was like, I think, and this is just me, in my opinion, like I, when I, I deleted it off my phone, my life is so fucking great. Like it's because That's I don't get awesome. triggered that to impulse to like go on there and like, I get what I need to go on there. And it's just, it's helped me like just immensely, but it's everyone's going through and learn, like, there's no like game plan on this, on what you're supposed to do or not do. And right. And I can imagine taking it off my phone because so many little things do trigger you. And it's not even yeah. half the time about yourself. Like, yeah, sure, people can be rude or they can say you're this or that or you look a certain way. And like, yeah, that sucks. It does kind of like stab away at you once in a while. Yeah. But I've kind of learned to brush that stuff off. It's just scrolling through your feed and seeing somebody act like a moron. You think, what a jackass. Yeah. And then you scroll more and you think, how can someone think that way? And then you scroll more. And like, that's where you get heated. Your so, mind is blown up. Like the way that's what you're never going to change the perception of how people where they're at in their life and like right it's that's what i'm saying like to me that that was like i can't do this but it's even the scrolling i go why am i scrolling i don't give yeah. a fuck about it's it like, I, don't I don't care see, but it's addictive and you get caught up in the moment that's yeah. why i took it off my phone 
because I would do it. I would hop on, and then before I know it, I'd start scrolling. I go, I don't give a fuck about any of this. <laughs> it's true, though. It's really true. I mean, like, I follow people on there that I I do care about or like that I've yeah. interviewed, and it's like, okay, awesome. Like they're up to that, cool. But there's so much stuff in between that's retweeted. And it's like oh, causes right. I don't give a shit about, or someone's sandwich, or so like it's just I, I just don't give someone's a shit. Sandwich. You, know? <laughs> you know, and the peanut butter and jelly like, sucks. You're like, what? The uh, what triggers Alicia the most? Oh, if you, had, if you had right now, what triggers you that would just get your blood boiling? And maybe yeah. I don't know if that's good to put that out there. I don't know if it's gonna ignite a lot of people just to come at me with things (laughs) honestly one of the biggest things is just ignorance like when something is actually stated or you know that something's for the better good and people just turn a complete blind eye or they go out of their way to do the opposite they're just an asshole i hate that and i hate people for that completely childish and immature other things that i hate just in general that have been triggering me when i'm out are are slow walkers loud chewers you know <laughs> those have always been horrible in my book but don't watch to- my feed me more tv i feel like i'm a loud eater alicia do not watch my eating you TV. actually you, you are it cracks me up like i think it was the first time i ever watched something of yours i think it was it wasn't the popeye sandwich one or maybe it was i don't remember but yeah. It was so funny. And I was like, yeah, he is actually, he's enjoying that. <laughs> so I eat differently though. If I'm just eat, if I'm eating in a group at a function, I eat much more civilly. Like I'm much more. Right. It is a channel <laughs> and it is entertainment. Like yeah. you're chowing down on something that, you know, you're, you're sharing the experience. So I do get it. It just, I, and I really do enjoy getting to do those cheat meals, but like I found, I had to talk also doing the video. So it's like, you can't right. like, it's, I just, just, I just, I, I literally eat like I eat when I'm by myself and nobody's around. Like it's just a big Neanderthal. But like, if I, if we were like, if I was at a nice dinner on a date, like I don't eat like that. So, but right. I feel like people just think like this guy's just eats like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do, you know, that's probably the exact perception that they have, but you're right. Like even when I'm eating alone or I'm with my sister or family or whoever, it's like you do eat differently. Like for eating chips and you're watching a quiet movie with someone yeah. you like put those chips in real slow when you're by yourself, you're just an animal. So <laughs> yeah, you got like cheese puffs all over your body and like yeah, who cares? ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, what is the, the dating life of Alicia now? What's going on? And was is this, I don't know if this is off limits because before you were in a relationship a long while back, maybe yeah. it's been over a year since we did the first one, I think. Are you single yeah. now? What's going on in the love life of Alicia? So I'm actually with the same person. We had the slightest little thing where we had to talk things over. And now, you know what? Actually, um, we haven't really been posting a ton of stuff online. There's been the odd thing. But we just realized when we were super public together, people, like we said, are are monsters and assholes. And if you don't like me for him, then people write on his page or they'll comment on my photos that I'm this or that. And then if they don't like him for me, like it's just people just suck. So um, for now, we're kind of keeping stuff on. The DL, even though if you have before, they'll know who I'm See, with. See, I didn't now. even know. I thought you were single, so that's that's right. you're smart. Like, because that keeps. I but. tell people that people want to just drag everyone down and online. Now, that's the thing that scares me about social media too. Is like, there's so much. That's where I was like, I just don't want to be like on there so much because it's just like you. Yeah. There is a lot of suffering and hate out there, and you're never going to stop it. And it's no, it's like I'll post a photograph with my best friend, and she'll have like dozens of requests within a couple minutes, and she's like this is insane. It's like, they'll either attack her pictures and like, she has a private account. She's like, thank 
so you know she's so thankful she does but like i'll take my sister and stuff and yeah. you know it's it's just weird i've almost stopped taking half of the people and things so yeah it's honestly to a point where um that he and i have been together two years in june so okay. um yeah so things are going really really well in that part of my life which is nice because it gives me time to focus on the work which sometimes can be more complex and frustrating so yeah, yeah. No, that well, that's that's fantastic. Are your work Thank days you. too? Are you morning to night essentially? Like, like, do you take the other day? I went out to lunch with uh, Phoenix Marie, who used to do the show with me, and she's just like, she goes, "You haven't even taken a fucking vacation since you left WWE." And I go, "No, I'm on a mission. Like, I had to get my health. Back. I haven't done. I've literally my vacations have been my stem cell procedures, where I get drugged up uh, before the procedure. That is my those. That's been my like vacation. But I still work on my days of my stem cell procedures." I'm working, doing all my feeding more nutrition stuff, even if I'm not like doing physical stuff. So, right. but I was like, I've been like hell bent on a mission to like get what I need to get and get my health back with all this. And the vacations will come. I do acknowledge I do need them, but like, do you, is it morning to night with you too? Yeah, pretty much. I know that we keep talking about phones and technology, but it's like, as long as I always have my phone beside me, work doesn't stop because no. I'll, I'll send an email three days ago and then I'll get replies throughout the week from people for those emails I sensed, you know, at the beginning of the week. And you just never know when you're getting an alert and then something comes up or someone's like, oh, hey, can we change that interview from four to six tonight? And you're like, oh, okay, now I'm busy then. And you just always have to say yes if it, if it works with your schedule. So yeah, I wake up check emails, check whatever I have to on socials, get my day ready to go. And then from there, it's just interviewing, researching, podcasts, hosting, la la la. Yeah, it's all day. Even when we're watching television as a family, we'll just be chilling out. I'll leave half the time because I have a work call or it's like time for an interview and it just doesn't stop, you know, but. Do you ever put your phone down too? Because I put my phone, like I'll sometimes just leave my phone, like I'll put it in the kitchen and go in the living room for a while and get away from it. And like I turn, I keep my phone off, like on the okay. alerts so that I don't actually, and I, I just see them when I see them because like, and what happens, like after I'll do this show, there'll be 30 things on my phone when this show's over. Yeah. And it, it's, but like, I can't stand like when I'm like, if I, I've learned to take times, time away from it. Like when I walk my dogs for a 20 minute walk, I keep my phone on me in my pocket off on the silent, but I don't look at it the entire time. I don't, because what's happened, I used to get like stressed because something yeah. would come in as like, I'm just trying to walk my dogs. And like, I go, I go, what should be a relaxing, calming activity is turning into this just huge activity of stress for me. And so even like too, like when I watch wrestling, if I watch AEW on TV, I put my phone down and just watch. And I stop because like what I used to do is I work and I do things well, and I'm not actually focusing. That's um, what I'm guilty of. I'm really guilty of I that. I think everyone I, is, so. Yeah, it's because I think I've, there's this weird thing where, and I don't know if it's just me, but my parents took like such a, I don't want to say a, a gamble, but they really took like a lot of faith in me when I decided that I was going to do this as my profession. And, you know, it's been really awesome because I've been able to fund everything myself. And like, they've helped me out with amazing ideas. And my dad's always been like my business partner helping me with choices. Yeah. But it's really been like, all in DIY and I never want to let them down because of that kind of like support they've given me and I never went to university and so I'm always like if I just chill out for an hour watch a two-hour documentary and I'm not checking my phone or I'm not emailing someone right away and I could lose an opportunity I feel guilt 
and yeah. I feel I feel bad. So I always have my phone on me or when I'm doing interviews or podcasts or whatever, like I have my, my watch and then that'll buzz if it's like an Oh my god. Email. Yeah. And See, I bad. don't get that for that reason. I had a friend that had it and we yeah. went to dinner one time and she like she was so stressed and I go, You need to get rid of the thing. <laughs> it just kept going off. She had to keep getting up and I go, You can't even right. shut it off for like twenty minutes. But it, it's what the technology is controlling us. It is. And it's one of those things where I just feel like if I don't have my alerts on, I could literally miss something or like yesterday, there's a, a band that I'm interviewing next week and they had four time slots. And if I would have missed that email and replied three hours later, let's say, cause I was chilling or, or whatever, yeah. I could have lost that interview. So I've just learned wow. from, from the past, you know, like you have to check stuff. You have to see this You're or that. Or, blown, yeah. Yeah, you really do. So as much as I would love to just put that shit away, like I would love it. Like you just, you have to always look at it and check it because I could have like 20 people after, after just this, like our conversation who need me to get back to them. And if I don't, then that opportunity can go to someone else or, you know, like a thousand dollar payday for a campaign. Like that could just be poof gone because I didn't apply. Yeah. So yeah. Patience of people though, too. That's the other thing on the, is but the people's attention, like they expect you to get back to them right away too. A lot of times I've had right. people send emails for different stuff with the supplements. And like, I've had guys like one guy sent like multiple emails cause I didn't get back to him on the same day on it. Oh, wow. And I was just like, Whoa, like it was, it, it's crazy. But even like on messages and people I work with and deal with, like if you don't get back to them at a certain period, they're like sending question marks and I'm just like, Whoa. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, crazy. I don't know. It, it is. It, it really, but I just find that like, I get away from it. Like I don't, cause like I got other the things in place and like, I'm just like, I just, I take little breaks and it, it, for me, like even meditation, I tell like, I used to bring my phone uh, in my, when I would go again, a relaxing activity, I would turn stressful. Um, <laughs> my cold tub, hot tub, and then my pool where I'll go do the cold tub for like 10, 12 minutes. I'll go in the hot tub for about 30. And then I'll go in my pool and do some stretching in my pool. Right. Well, I would bring my phone with me in the cold tub and hot tub and then have my phone by the edge of the pool. And it just goes off and I'm constantly going to it, doing things rather than actually just shutting my brain off and relaxing. And so like I found now just putting in little things, the walk with the dogs, go do the cold tub and the hot tub without the phone and the pool. And it gives me a break in that where I like, it just gives me, it recharges me where I'm even more efficient with my work when I am working. So, cause I was doing what you were doing and I just, it was, it was driving me crazy. Yeah, no, it definitely drives me crazy. It's like, I've been in the same position where I'll go just to walk my dog or I'll be in the pool at a friend's place. And like, I will have my phone close yeah. to the edge of the pool or in my pocket because yeah, I don't know. I wish, I wish it wasn't a necessity, but like, I actually feel like it's a necessity. Like I yeah. feel like I need to know what's coming through because I just don't, like I said, I don't want there to be a lost opportunity or to miss out on something. And Absolutely. it's not a fear of missing out. Like who's tweeting this? Like it's literally all having to do with business. If I did not have my site, then I just, I call friends, you know, like yeah. I never, I don't need to post that kind of stuff. So if I didn't have my site at all, I probably wouldn't be on social media. I didn't have social media until I had this job. I yeah. didn't, I would just call friends like y'all want to hang out. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Like It was so simple. <laughs> It's funny you just bring that up. My first experience was because when I was in WWE and developmental, I didn't have any social media, but I had a Facebook, but I never really even used it. And then okay. when I became Skip Sheffield, I started like putting like some funny Facebook posts 
have no idea what I was doing. It was more in like, it would just pop me or like it was something from promo class. And But I remember when I got called up to NXT WWE as Skip Sheffield. And then I went on my Facebook page one day and, and like there were all these people that Skip Sheffield's a piece of shit. This guy sucks. How did he get called? I never been exposed oh to gosh. any of it. And I go, what the fuck is like this WWE audience is like pretty harsh. Like at yeah. FCW, everyone's nice. Everyone, Skip Sheffield was was a good draw down there, a top act. And I was like, man, this is like what the fuck? And then I got on Twitter and then I was like, whoa, this is really bad. Jeez. <laughs> Where's the that's, happiness? That's so, a fun experience. <laughs> but I was like, that's what it did. Like going back to wrestling, I like for me is going back to wrestling and doing wrestling and having people running everything for me. I can do no wrong. I can literally do any interview. I can say whatever I want to say. And people are going to bitch and complain, and I'm not going to see any of it. And like, that's going to be the goal and just right. winning and like, just happy. And people, I want people so fucking pissed off at me with that. I'm just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, I, this guy sucks so bad because he's so happy. So I'm on a quest of just ultimate happiness. I hope that you can achieve it. I don't see why like, not. I'm already <laughs> halfway there, Alicia. Things have been, I'm so, right. like, I'm healthy, like again, and, I'm doing one more stem cell on my nerves, but in my leg, but it's like, it's, we're, we're good. The, uh, I did want to ask you a couple more things. What's what the big goal, like everything that you're doing, like with all this, like what, what for you is like a, a really big goal that you're working towards? Is it financial freedom ultimately with this? Like what, what's the end goal with all of this? Yeah, it's interesting. Like a goal that I had last year was to sign on with a company. And then I ended up talking with MLW and they brought me on, which was like a super awesome achievement for me because things obviously the pandemic hit, which threw a bit of a spanner in the works for everybody. But like, I've just been treated so well there. I love the brand. I love what we put out. So like, that was a goal that I just checked right off because especially as backstage interviewers, most places only have one or two. So for them to bring me on as their sole person and have that kind of, you know, like rally behind me was a really awesome feeling. So that was one goal. Another thing is financially, like you mentioned, like things are going pretty well right now, but I would love to just be like 30 times better than what I'm doing now. Like, and it's not being greedy. It's just, you know, you take things day to day and sometimes you get like 30 merch sales in a day. And sometimes you get a quarter of that. And sometimes you get none. Like it just is how it is. Um, it's a very uncertain job to be really blunt you know yeah you don't know if you're gonna have a week of interviews or if everyone's gonna say no cancel. or be, not be exactly or cancel you just don't know so yeah that's another goal of mine just to be more settled in that regard and just to keep growing getting bigger and better names and start traveling more i was supposed to hit up a couple of different spots in europe earlier this year and that got canceled and those were like huge goals of mine since i was a kid even not just when i started my my site so that was another thing. I just want to travel more, explore more, and just keep growing number-wise, personally. Um, I know I've mentioned this to you before, but about like four months ago, I started working out, and that's been yeah. totally different. There's so many times I wanted to walk away because I just like felt like I was dying because like, my body's just not used to it. It yeah. just isn't. I hadn't worked out since like high school, so oh, wow. you know, yeah, like it's been, I'm embarrassed, but it's been a while. So, you know, that was something that I had to get used to, and yeah, it's just just trying to like feel better about myself. So like things don't get to you as much and you can just kind of be more confident and stuff. So yeah, yeah, just between work and myself, those are like the two main things I'm trying to keep improving, keep growing and um, never be complacent with things. I always want to keep growing. Always. Absolutely. And working out is so, I'm so happy you are. I tell people it, 
I started working out when I was a kid, like 11, 12 years old. I became just, I became obsessed with it because I, it made me feel so good. And I would sit in my room and do push-ups and crunches. And I didn't have the internet. I didn't know what, I just figured everything out. This is, right. I didn't have the internet until high school. I think middle of high school at some point is when AOL online is when I first, first started experiencing <laughs> and finding information on all that. But it's such a, it helps so much mentally. Like for me, I love the physical aspect of it, of how I look. But like when I go to the gym and like even on days, like when I have a lot of work and I get like stressed and I'll go after this, after I send all this stuff off for editing for the shows recording all morning, I go to the gym and I, I go there and I go hard. I'll be there for, for two and a half, three hours doing everything in my conditioning. But when I am done, I feel mentally like so good. Just that alone, productive, it releases endorphins. And I think just for everybody out there, like the people that, that have never worked out, I think it's the most valuable thing you can invest in is learning. Just, just, and I'm not saying everyone, you need to go be a bodybuilder or anything like that, but just physical activity and exerting yourself to, to whatever level that you can really, really does amazing things for the confidence and self-esteem. Yeah, it's interesting because I've even been noticing differences in little things. Like my parents would always make fun of me for how weak I am. Like whether it's taking the trash out down the driveway, like I literally yeah. am. A, and it's weird because you look at me and it's like, you wouldn't think, because I'm not skinny by any means, but like you would think I'd be able to handle like the garbage. So um, <laughs> <laughs> now you're throwing it over your shoulder and grunting. Cool. Like, look so, like, at me. Even I have like all my shirts and merch on bins on top of like a really tall dresser. And even those like used to cause, like I have a couple shoulder problems and like those used to be really hard for me to grab because of the weight and then my shoulder hurting. And now it's like I can just take that shit down, throw it on the floor and I'll like put it back up. And it's like literally these small, small little things that might sound so stupid to people watching, no. but it's like I can actually feel I'm stronger. So if you yeah, come out with been- a shirt with you, like with a trash bag over your shoulder, and it just says taking the trash out, I'll buy it, Alicia. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it was so that's the thing. I've put out some really like cheeky, funny things and like it's amazing when you have a fan base how they just rally behind like yeah. ridiculous things that you're all in on the joke for. So yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, the so I wanna wrap up because I asked I had Chris uh, Van Vliet on the other day. It's funny, you two, the interviews have lined up almost identical. Really? When I had you guys on last year where I think you guys were either back to back or very close huh. and it just happened Weird. and then it just he was just on did last week's show and then you text me and asking me to do the show and I go Alicia to do the show again it's I just had yeah. Chris on and he timed out I'm almost positive if I go back and look at the archives that's it's identical. So, That's so weird. But I wanted to ask, because I asked Chris, what are three interviews that you want that you haven't had yet? Do you have three that like that have on yes. your just not have happened? A hundred percent. And I know them like immediately. So, so Chris, number you guys are the true interview. You guys are the interview queen and king, like to me. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, um, definitely The Rock. I just he was one of my favorites growing up. I just think from a personal stance and then just from a business stance, like that would be such an incredible move and person to have on. And I think the conversation would be great. The other person or another person would be John Cena, because again, one of my favorites growing up, still to this day, like I did a video recently where I literally had like my Cena shirt, wrist. Uh And like I've seen a necklace like ever since I was little, I just loved him. And uh, the third people would be Kiss because I'm a huge Kiss fan. And I just think that would be such a bitch in interview them completely in makeup with their like 10 inch boots on. I do make I've worn Kiss makeup multiple times in my life. Like I would just I've met them, but I've never interviewed them. So I I need to make that happen. 
I love it. That's a hell of a list. I think, and I have no right? doubt that you're gonna you're gonna do it. So, I'm have you messaged The Rock before? I've randomly sent him tweets. His production company follows me. Titan Games follows me. So I just I need you're on the happen. radar. Yeah, I'm. I, it, funny enough, like coincidentally, I was just editing my interview with his daughter Simone. So like, I just. I just need it to happen. I just oh, that's happen. you got. Oh, you're in. You've got the daughter now. That's the name. That means yeah. he's talked. Well, they talked about you. So you're definitely. You, you never know. And the funny thing is, like that wasn't the move to get the interview. Mm -hmm. I had interviewed um yeah. her friend, her friend Indy Hartwell, who's in WWE, and I've known Indy for a little bit now, and uh, they live together. So I told Indy like, hey, I'd love to have Simone on. Like she's starting this new chapter. Uh, it would be super cool. And so we ended up knocking it out and then it hits you like afterwards, like, oh, I just interviewed the rock's daughter. Like, that's pretty damn cool, you yeah. know? And we didn't talk really much about at all her dad in the interview because it's not about him, you know, it's about her. Yeah. But um, yeah, you never know if like when she shares it, if he sees it, like you just, you have to think broad. So that'd be super cool. I've, I don't think it's out of question. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's impossible. Do you want the interview now, ideally in person? Yeah, I mean, that would be, I want every interview in person. That's the yeah. hardest part for me because these are great. Like video ones always go well, but in person you just like, there's just better chemistry with Energy. everybody because you're just right there. Like you can literally feed off of it. So yeah, I want every interview to be in person again. I miss that so much. It sucks. The ones <laughs> I've had people come here and like, and I, I just talked to Austin Aries again the other day. We're asking him some questions about uh, doing the vegetarian diet, but the shows, people I've had come here to the studio and do it, it's actually, the, the shows actually go longer because I don't even, it's just like you, I really, it's just get lost in the time because you just talk, right. feel like you're just bullshitting and it's just that energy. It just, it definitely makes, makes a huge difference. So I'm with you on that. Definitely. Hopefully we'll get back to that sooner than later. We will. Know. We will. I've heard, I was talking with Raj on the, the wrestling report I do, and he said one of the vaccines is getting ready to enter the phase three, the final oh. phase, and it's looking very promising. He's keeping up on all that. So I go, that is, they, they think they could be ready for this year. And I go, fantastic. As long yeah. as I can see a little light at the end of the tunnel, I'm like, okay, that was the most promising. He just told me that this morning. I go, that's the most promising thing I've heard in a while. So. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. well, yeah, hopefully. Well, Alicia, thank you very much. Is there anything uh, the best uh, to plug to wrap up? The best place uh, to find you? Honestly, if you guys knew about me before, thank you so much for tuning in and watching. And if you're just discovering who I am now, hopefully you agreed with my very blunt views. And if you didn't, hopefully you can digest them and understand my side. But no, um, honestly, thank you for listening. And thank you for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. And if you guys happen to like music, wrestling, bodybuilding, or just fun conversations with people, check out my channel. You can search up aliciatoot.com and you will find everything on there from my merch store to the interviews to vlogs. There's literally thousands of interviews. I think I've done 4,000 in my time of doing this. So there's lots. It's, there's bound to be someone that you love on there. So check it out and I hope you enjoy it. Incredible. Thank you again, Alicia. And guys, we'll be right back after these messages. What's going on guys? The big guy Ryback here with Feed Me More Nutrition. Check us out on feedmemore.com or Amazon. You can actually save 10% on Feed Me More Nutrition at feedmemore.com with discount code PODCAST10. One dollar of every sale on the website goes towards Three Square and feeding the homeless. We have our new fruity cereal, I So Hungry, our mango candy, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, and our Brain Feed Brain Support. We have supplements for men and women using only stevia and monk fruit, no aspartame, no sucralose, no artificial colors. We have something for everybody, guys. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed 
me more. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback, and I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals, and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code THEBIGGUY to save 15%. FuelMeals.com. Feed me more. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. All right. Welcome back. Big thank you to Alicia. Always love talking to her. What a just a fantastic human being. And uh, wish her nothing but the best and look forward to talking to her much, much more. And actually, I'm going to be doing her show I believe in the next week or two. I think next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right, guys. As we move on, I do want to say before I get into a few things with the show, the Ryback show here is available on all podcast platforms. That is staying that way. That was the original show when it was Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. That is on all audio platforms. That is free. And... Then the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. That is now a Patreon exclusive. That show you can listen to and watch the weekly video of that show at patreon.com backslash Ryback. We have two tiers. For the just the Wrestling Report, every week is $3 and a month. And then for the Ryback show and Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report every Monday and Thursday, that tier is $5 on that for that guys to support the podcast and i understand not everybody is going to be happy and that's fine the the podcast isn't going anywhere the audio the main show that is free um there's a lot going on with things moving forward and i put a lot of time and effort into multiple recordings on the show every week and with things uh from a legal standpoint that this is i feel the best route to go so that it does not detract from what is going on with Feed Me More Nutrition. I've explained what that is in the past, and I feel that this is a very fair way for the wrestling fans to, if you want to continue to listen to the show and to support the show, it is available. We will have clips still where we'll do two or three clips a week because we usually talk about eight, nine, ten different things every week, me and Raj, 
we'll still have a few clips on Ryback TV and then a clip from the conversation with the, the Ryback show as well. But those full videos will not be on Ryback TV and the audio, like I said, for the Ryback show is available everywhere. So if you watched it on YouTube before, you can still listen to free on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcast at. And I thank you guys for your love and support on there. And I, it, it truly means the world. And a lot of time and effort goes into this. There's a lot going on, too, with COVID, guys. A lot of people don't understand. And I've talked to, to other people. A lot of sponsors and things have pulled. We've, we've lost two. They're not spending right now. And it, it's and I've noticed on the marketing end for Feed Me More Nutrition, we're entering a very scary period uh, where people are pulling their money and because people aren't making money. And advertising dollars are not going nearly as far because it's people don't have money to spend. So that is, you have to find ways to adjust. And for me, and I've again said, with everything with the wrestling organization, with the name, this is warranted. It is, uh, and I've been four years of producing free content and still giving you free content on literally every other platform. And uh, so... I, I thank you guys, and we've seen a few negative reviews in the iTunes. People are going to get upset, understand, and they want to say mean things and take personal shots. You can never hurt me, guys. Literally, I've seen it all, heard it all. I know who and what I am, and uh, I love myself most importantly. So just, I wish you guys nothing but the best. If you don't agree with that, and that's more than okay, that's more than fair, you can find another wrestling show with someone that has the insight and the knowledge that I have of the pro wrestling business. And you might find that. Maybe you won't. But I think I'm more than fair um, in my reporting of the business and more than justified to do so. All right. I'm looking here. Guys, I'm going to go ahead. We'll do the review of the week here. Thank you guys to everyone that sent in the reviews. This is a five-star review, and it is from Plo. PLO4332. What a great podcast. I only knew who Ryback was from WWE, and man, was my conception of him wrong. I love hearing his insight into the wrestling and the way he seems to tell it like it is. Good or bad, and he always has guests, has good guests on the show. I look forward to hearing a new show every week. Hashtag feed me more. Thank you very much, buddy. Please send an email to the big guy at feedmemore.com with a screenshot of your review, and uh, I will get you a discount code for a free item on feedmemore.com for Feed Me More Nutrition and uh, get you all hooked up on that. Real quick too, I'm gonna go ahead guys and touch on this because I saw there was a thing from somebody that I felt like, I don't know when I didn't talk about it initially, it's because I didn't want to give him any attention. Uh, where'd it go? The guy had mentioned something about uh, how times have changed, but how uh, after hearing how Ryback treated his best friend uh, now wants to charge us for his podcast, I have to say no more. Um, again, I'm not charging you for the podcast. The podcast is free on all on podcast platforms. So just a correction on that. And I've addressed the whole thing with the other guy in the past. He was stealing from me. He stole thousands of dollars. He was stealing from the beginning, charging people for interviews and things. And there were things going on that I didn't know about. He also, the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when I, for the Houston flood victims when I did a photo shoot at his show towards the end. While wrestling hurt, by the way. 
and had him hold on to the money and he tried to keep it. That was ended up having to donate to the Houston flood victims for all for after the show doing photos in the ring. So you can have your opinion on, on what you think. I never did any harm or wrong to that individual and uh, was, was deeply disappointed that the one person that I chose to trust, I should not have. And it was a, a very, very valuable lesson for me. There were some red flags along the way that uh, I'm very grateful for that I now know that when I see red flags to ask the right questions and whatnot. So yeah, you could choose to believe whoever you want to believe. I'm giving you nothing but the facts. And uh, But if you want to have an opinion and, and keep that opinion, you're more than welcome to. And I, I truly thank you for listening to the show and wish you the best. All right. More positive news, my thoughts of the week this week. And that is it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. And guys, you got to have patience and things in life. And the people that have had the most success, they have found a way to persevere and to keep going. Things aren't always going to go smoothly. We see, you'll see you're always going to have criticism and people that want to see you fail, people that get upset, people that want to drag you back down. The more success, the more fame, the more money, the more that you are happy, you're going to have people that just fucking hate it. And I've dealt with it my entire life, my entire life. And you just, and then the, the older and wiser and the more evolved I get, it just, it literally, you just got to tune it out and you got to know who and what you are. You just got to go for it and you got to keep digging away. You got to keep plugging away and just keep going. And it just comes from enjoying the process and just wishing for success in all that you do and just go hard and continuously trying to improve yourself. And don't worry about the people that don't know that don't know. Just keep being you, keep doing the right thing, and great things will happen. But if you quit, if you quit, you're never gonna you're never gonna reach reach that goal. You're never gonna get anywhere. And you're gonna restart something else. And I've told, I've talked about this in the past. People that that start one thing and then it gets hard and they quit. And they start another thing and it gets hard and they quit. And they start something else and it gets hard and they, they quit. And it's a vicious pattern. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person or a piece of shit or anything. It's just that you, it, you, it's not a good mindset to get into. And um, there's so many amazing things on life, guys. And it's all we're all in control of our outlook at all times and our focus and our drive. And so it's uh, whatever it is that you do, you know, keep going. I promise you. And I speak from experience. And I and I there's times on various things I've had and things don't go as well as planned and they don't go the way that I envisioned and I don't let that stop me. I just adjust, maybe go down a different path, try a different route, and uh, and keep going, keep moving. Even if it slows to a crawl, keep going. And uh, it quitting, quitting is no good ever comes from it, guys. That's my thought of the week. All right. I do want to say, guys, here, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition. We're doing cash giveaways every week on YouTube on Feed Me More TV. Every Saturday morning, I'll be getting on there this Saturday, or this show's over last Saturday, I should say, is uh, I gave out $500 in the everything stack for Feed Me More Nutrition. And this week, the contest is for $750. And you will have time for $750 cash giveaway. And we're doing three iso hungry grass head proteins three months of the iso hungry protein in milk chocolate fruity cereal and the peanut butter pieces is is now available on that and this contest ends on friday here and i'll give you the exact date 
is because recording, we've recorded all different times with this. But that is on Friday the 24th at 12 midnight Pacific. That contest ends for the $750 cash giveaway and three ISO Hungry Proteins. And what I will be doing on Saturday, I come on and we enter all the people uh, that enter this contest. And all you got to do to enter to explain this to you guys here and give you the correct facts is use discount code CASH20. We're going to give you 20% off your order and you're entered into the contest. There's no limit to how many purchases you make. The more purchases you make, the better your chances are of winning. And this contest ends Friday at midnight here, guys. So you still have a day to a day and a half, two days uh, to enter in about a day and a half to enter into this contest for that. Uh, and you'll get when we PayPal the money over PayPal payouts. And uh, it's our way of during adjusting our marketing during everything with the economy and everything going on and uh, throwing some cash your guys' way. And uh, hopefully it lands in, in some hands that need it and, uh, and share the profits a little bit of everything that we're doing here with Feed Me More Nutrition. So check that contest out as always, guys, oh, as well. And uh, fuelmeals.com, save 15% with discount code the big guy, my personal meal prep service. They count your macros for you on all the meals. They make it very easy to eat healthy wherever you are at. And a big thank you. We're hoping we have a couple other sponsors. We're hoping that come back on here uh, very shortly. And uh, But a big thank you to True Panion. And I put out a tweet the other week for Sophie and on uh, just how great they have been. And, and True Panion is, is they offer pet insurance, uh, guys, for your pets. And uh, you can go to their site, truepanion.com. And uh, if you have if you have a, a pet and you love them, I, I highly recommend looking into pet insurance. And even if you don't go with True Panion, guys, it, I've been with them for years. I love them. They've been so great. They've saved so much with Sophie, and they've gave me the opportunity to keep Sophie alive. And she's doing better than ever with everything. And switching her obviously to real food has made a made a huge difference as well. But it's. Uh, it's well worth looking into. It's very affordable. Guys, they have different plans. And uh, just go to truepanion.com and take a look. Talk to a representative and uh, and see if it's a right fit for you. It, at the very least, get some information. And uh, I, I promise you, it's my pet's on it for years. And it, it really, 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 the thing with Sophie especially, it's just proved to be invaluable. So a big thank you to Truepanion. And uh, yeah, truepanion.com. Guys. All right, wrapping up this week, guys, for all fan mail, P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Please just limit it to one to two pieces with a self-addressed envelope as well. For personal videos from yours truly, Trulio. <laughs> from yours truly, cameo.com backslash the big guy Ryback. Check out our store at on Teespring, the Feed Me More store. We got a bunch of uh, merchandise on there. I got Feed Me More Nutrition, cloth face mask as well on there, as well as a bunch of different shirts and, and, and different uh, various clothing. I think we even have Feed Me More Nutrition coffee mugs on there now. Also, for this podcast, you can check out clips uh, Ryback TV on YouTube. I will be getting a custom URL again for that show very shortly. Hopefully it'll be the, the Ryback TV one and that will make it very easy to find that channel uh, for people. And that will be where we have our podcast clips guys over on the shows each and every week. 
for people that uh, don't sign up for Patreon. Uh, this show, again, patreon.com backslash Ryback. And again, it's going to a great cause, guys, with everything. My goal is actually to get 5,000 subscribers on Patreon. And it might be a, a far stretch uh, early on to get that. I it really, it's going to be, we're looking at some pretty hefty uh, things price-wise with everything going on that's going to be kicking in towards the end of the year. So it's uh, it's greatly, greatly appreciated with everything going on. My motivational book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on Amazon in various formats on that, as well as Audible. And on social media, I'm the big guy, Ryback22, guys, on Instagram. And that will lead you to pretty much all my other ones. And Ryback on Twitter. Those are the two I'm the most active on. The big guy, Ryback22, on TikTok for my food for thought. Always give a little food for thought most days on there as well. Thank you guys very much for listening. You guys have just listened to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and feed.